Alaska's newsmakers. Action Line K-I-N-Y. A little bit early today, but that works fine for me. I am your host, Jordan Lewis, and joining me in the studio today, I have Dan McCrubbin, Bill Clinton, and Duff Mitchell, all of whom are here to talk with me about Veterans Day, both from the American Legion as well as Veterans of Foreign Wars. How are the three of you doing today? I know we're kind of doing a little bit something different with the mics today, so I'm to check in with all of you. Yeah, Jordan, doing great. This is Duff Mitchell. I'm the commander of the American Legion. And I'm Bill, the vice commander of American Legion. And I'm Dan McCrumman, the quartermaster of the Veterans of Foreign Wars Post. All right, and now I know we had you guys in here yesterday for Capital Chat, but we always want to make sure you guys have plenty of time to talk about very important things that you guys have to talk about, so you're also here for Action Line today. And so I know, the f- obviously we're going to talk about all the different events that are going on, but first maybe let's talk a little bit, just a little bit about, you know, the history that goes into how we have the Veterans Day that we have now. Well, uh, the... You wanted the history of a little bit? Yeah, just a little bit of the history. uh, Veterans Day was started uh, right after or as a result of uh, World War I. Uh, Back in 1919, uh, uh, armistice was declared a ceasefire of uh, hostilities there. And that was on the, uh, at the, it was signed the 11th hour, the 11th day of the 11th month of that year. And so that generally became recognized as the date to, to recognize veterans. Um, it was uh, uh, codified into uh, an actual holiday uh, in 1936, I believe, if I had that right. And um, then it, it went through another change following uh, World War II and the Korean War when they decided to, to uh, branch out because that war, World War I, the war to end all wars, didn't do that, unfortunately. So uh, President Eisenhower uh, signed in calling it uh, back in 1954, June 1st, I believe, of 1954, uh, changed it to Veterans Day, and it's been that way ever since. Yeah, and, and Veterans Day is not just celebrated in the United States, but because of World War I, uh, France, Belgium, Great Britain, and all the Commonwealth states uh, celebrate Veterans Day and or around, they call it Remembrance Day and or around uh, November 11th because of the significance, like Bill said, of the 11th day of the 11th 11th month, 11th year, and I think it even went down to the 11th minute, but uh, it was all 11s, and uh, it's it's evolved so that we support veterans from any war, uh, and it's a day of saying thank you for your service. No, definitely, and it always reminds me, you know, my, my great-grandfather, he was a pilot for the Navy in, in World War II. I didn't get uh, a whole lot of time to talk with him because I was quite young at the time and so I don't have a lot of memories of that but that's and that's somewhat kind of who I always think about when we do get to this time of the year and we take that moment now sort of moving on just from the history of Veterans Day itself I did want to talk a little bit about the history of both your organizations I think Dan I'll let you start first so just maybe give me a bit of the history of uh, Veterans of Foreign Wars sure the uh, in 1899 we had the American Veterans of Foreign Service and the National Society of the Army of the Philippines. Uh, those came following the Spanish-American War and the Philippines War. And those two organizations merged in 1914, which created the Veterans of Foreign Wars in the United States. And that organization was chartered by Congress in 1936. Uh, we currently have, uh, let's see, we've got, uh, uh, 
where's that number? Uh, we've got approximately 1.5 million members uh, in all 50 states and many foreign territories. Uh, we have about 6,000 posts worldwide. And the, the main thing we do is we provide services to veterans. Uh, our, we have veteran service officers all over the place. We have several up here in Alaska that assist veterans with uh, their claims with the VA and, and help navigate all of that bureaucracy and paperwork and such. And so that's, that's our, uh, our big thing. We have uh, scholarships for students uh, and uh, a lot of smaller programs, but the big thing is helping those veterans uh, with their uh, navigating the veterans claim systems through the VA. Gotcha. And, then, and I, that's a very important service to offer because I know as someone who deals with bureaucracy from time to time, it is can be a lot to deal with when you're trying to do that on your own. So having other people with you there to help out can be a pretty significant thing. Yeah, we have, uh, just looking at the fact sheet here, we have 2,300 uh, accredited, VA accredited representatives to help with the with this. And let's see, we... Uh, we helped with $11.2 billion in disability and compensation benefits last fiscal year. So that was uh, uh, a lot of money that flows down, and that, that goes to the veterans that, that need it. Uh, there were over 150,000 service members that uh, got help through the military assistance program. Uh, so we were very active in helping helping our veterans which is something that we're, i think we're all glad to see i think that's not a debatable <laughs> and now and just to wrap that wrap it up uh just last week we had two veteran service officers here one from the vfw and one from the american legion and what they told me is that they're partnering together they're not competing with each other to try and say we helped seven veterans today and the american legion only helped five so we're better it's it that's not how it works if they're sitting in their office and they have a client in there that they're helping and somebody else comes in they'll point them next door to the american legion service officer they they share the workload because their goal both organizations goal is to help the veterans they're not out there to compete with each other i was gonna say, i think that was evident because i mean the three of you are here now and you're not competing with each other for time to talk nope. <laughs> no and i think if uh, we keep inviting ozzy uh Sheikly with the the Southeast Native Vets, and he was he was in Huna, um, and uh, we've we've we, we work closely with the Southeast Native Vets. We've they've done uh, the Veterans War Canoe uh, um, thing where they bring that in, and, and the American Legion, and all of us have supported all their efforts. So, the veterans community in Juneau, especially, and I would say you know nationwide, works really well together. Gotcha. Now, we do still have a good little bit of time in this first half, so talk to me a bit about the history of American Legion. Sure. The American, American Legion, um, you know, again, uh, Bill mentioned, you know, Armistice Day in 1918, the war to all, end all wars. And the American Legion really spawned out of uh, World War I. It was chartered by Congress <clears throat> in, uh, in, in uh, the, the uh, 1919. And... Uh, actually, and, and then uh, it's helped with the flag. Uh, American Legion over time has helped with the flag code of how to treat the flag. One of the things that American Legion does is offer flag disposal for communities with the proper ceremonies to retire 
flags. And by the way, I'll just put a plug. If you got an old flag in Juneau, don't throw it in the trash. Bring it to Foodland, Western Auto, or uh, the Sportsman, and we have a flag drop where you can fold it up, put it in there, and we will properly dispose it as a, as a public service. Um, but we've also helped significantly, uh, Dan was talking about the VA, the Veterans Administration. You know, for a lot of the wars in the 1800s and early 1900s, there was no VA. There was no go call it one place stop for veterans benefits. There was programs for veterans, but there wasn't a one-stop shop. And the American Legion, uh, one of the first things it did was to lobby in 1921 the creation of a U.S. Veterans Borough, which then became the Veterans Administration. And so, you know, our country is very proud and supports veterans. And, you know, people come back wounded. They come back having needs. Uh, there's also a lot of people in this country that have got their education paid for by the GI Bill or have got their home helped finance with, with the VA assistance. So that's a very important component. And like um, Dan said, you know, the veteran service officer helps with folks trying to get their disabilities or get their paperwork squared away and other benefits. And so we reach out and try to help them because the VA is a huge organization and although they're there to help, sometimes you need a helping hand to, to work with uh, the system. Uh, you know, so the American Legion started baseball program and youth programs in the 1925. Uh, we've had uh, Boy State, which is a governmental youth training for understanding how government works. So we do a lot of youth programs as well, including what we do here locally. We help support the high school mat rifle match, and we help some of the youth programs, base, uh, American Legion baseball. Local history, our post uh, actually was an old schoolhouse out of Douglas that was hauled all the way to Og Bay and uh, was put on a piece of property donated by a family here in Juneau. And we've been at that post since 1952 out there at Auk Bay. And another historical thing is, is that when they built the Glacier Highway going all the way out and continuing on, um, they needed a chunk of land that the veterans owned. And so we gave that land up, our predecessors gave that land up, and therefore, now you know the, the reason why we call it the Veterans Highway. So Glacier Highway is really officially named the Veterans Highway. Um, so there's a little American Legion history, local and uh, national there, Jordan. Gotcha. Well, we are going to move into our break. When we come back, we'll then talk about the events that are going on tomorrow and then really a lot of the importance behind what goes on. Don't go anywhere. You are listening to Action Line on KNY. And we are back with more Action Line on KNY. Joining me still in the studio, I have Dan McCrubbin, Bill... D I, I, I don't know where that name even came from in my brain. I have Bill Clinton and Duff Mitchell all here to talk with me about everything going on and in relation to Veterans Day. Now, now that we've kind of done our big history one, because I wanted to make sure we did that in the first half, let's talk about some of the events that are going on tomorrow. So what are some of the... What are the immediate ones that you've got here for me? Because I know you have a, a flyer there. Well, the first thing is actually not on the flyer, unfortunately, um, is... Uh, Today, from uh, 3 to 7, Alaska Brewing Company at their taste room, uh, they're on the way to uh, uh, Costco and, and uh, Home Depot. Their brew crew is uh, treating, wants to buy a, a beer for all veterans and their significant others. 
and they've been uh, a terrific supporter for us over uh, over the years. And anyway, we want to make sure that we gave them a shout out for that. And you can get poppies there too, which everybody needs to be wearing their poppies for Veterans Day to, to signify that. If I could, if I could just add, the Alaska Brewery has been supporting our Veterans Day dinner uh, that we've had for going on ten years. And when I was heading off to Iraq. Um, they sent down caseloads of beer on the last day before we were heading off, and it was just such a nice touch. So, you know, Jeff and Marcy Larson and the and the brewery there have been very supportive of veterans, as yeah. far as I can remember. And when you came back from overseas, they, they handed out a bunch more stuff. Yeah. You know, they greeted us at the airport, <laughs> so it was something else. And then for tomorrow, of course, that is Veterans Day, and that's the big thing. And starting at 11 o'clock, um, the doors, I think, open at uh, 10.30, but uh, at, at starting at 11 o'clock at Centennial Hall, there's going to be a, a ceremony that's uh, um, put on by all the veterans groups here. And we'll have uh, Captain Cole with the Coast Guard will be the uh, keynote speaker. We've got, uh, you were saying there's a couple of other people that are going to say a couple things? Oh, we're going to have just uh, Kara Hollitz with uh, Senator Sullivan Murkowski's office. Uh, the senators have sent a, a, a message for, for the Juno for the Juno veterans. So she'll just read that off. It'll be added on there. And at the same time, the Southeast Alaska Native Veterans uh, Day ceremony and luncheon will be held at the uh, uh, Elizabeth Bretrich uh, Hall at 11. And they have uh, uh, some really good food that they lay on for the vets right there right afterwards and then uh, right after the event at Centennial Hall uh, from about 12 to 2 American Legion is going to out at work out at our uh, Legion Hall we're going to have uh, uh, pulled pork sandwiches for everybody to enjoy and uh, Duff here has been cooking that up so it ought, it ought to be nice and tender and delicious as it always is and everybody's welcome to come on out there and partake and and uh, just have a good time and and just so folks know it's, it's open to the public to come out and you know they'll have a little camaraderie uh, all vets and families and the public are open to that and um, it's like 12 480 glacier highway veterans highway but if you go past Oak bay heading toward the ferry terminal we're on the right so just giving a little geographical yeah location and then at 2.30, uh, there's going to be uh, uh, kind of a get-together for some veterans that are at the Pioneer Home. There's uh, something like 15 veterans there. A lot of them are Coast Guard, uh, too. And so uh, there's a, a request for active-duty Coast Guard folks to maybe go out there and say hi to some of their fellow vets that are, that are there. And then um, pretty much all day long, Barnaby's uh, Brewery uh, downtown, they're vet-owned. Uh, they're offering uh, 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 beer to, to vets and, and, and all their uh, people that come in and say hi to them there. So uh, they're, like I say, being vet-owned, it's kind of special to recognize them. And then uh, later on, uh, Veterans Day dinner celebration at the Juno Elk Club at uh, 9321 Glacier Highway starting at 530 and uh, I went to that last year, and boy, I mean, it was standing room only. I mean, they, it was really well received. Everybody had a great time, good food, and all that. Um, oh, by the way, I want to mention uh, 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 Melissa McCormick with the uh, Together with Juno Veterans Organization. She's done just a tremendous job in getting all this together, and um, and putting a lot of a lot of emphasis on our vets here in town. She holds things 
constantly throughout the months, all year long, and just want to give a shout out to her. And you want to go over the? I don't want to hog the time here. Go ahead. No, well, well, Dan, Dan, you're going to mention that uh, it's a Marine Corps birthday today, and that you were going to be doing some things out there at the Pioneers' home today. So I just want to. Yeah, I, I did want to shout out to those Marines that uh, today's their birthday. I think it's the 248th, if I recall right. And uh, yeah, there's. Uh, Isn't that older than our nation? Uh, that would be because of the matter. But, but, but I but I but I think but I think that that, that that the Marine Corps started before. Yeah. The, yep. the uh, but yes, and I did want to mention that uh, there is a vet at the Pioneer Home, a Coast Guard vet that is 98 years old, and uh, he retired from the Coast Guard, I believe, in '64. 65 something like that world war ii veteran and uh that's harley clow i want to give a shout out to harley and uh i didn't realize that there were that many veterans at the home but uh you know that that would be great for folks to stop by there and and uh, speak to them definitely and i was gonna say if you have any other vets that you wanted to, to shout out i'm sure that'd be a very long list i'll be honest <laughs> Yeah, there, there's there's uh, there's a lot of small things going on and whatnot. Uh, I would just like to say, hey, if you want to get a poppy and and be part of the Veterans Day celebration, maybe you can't go to all of the events or any of the events, but you want to wear a poppy, show your support for the veterans. Uh, Bill here's got a list of where you can uh, grab a poppy. Yes, yeah, so, you know, last Saturday we actually had uh, tables set up, uh, manned by volunteers, um, and that went really well. But we get calls uh, constantly that ask uh, say they missed that and can they still get poppies and um, so yes you can uh, D Hearts has them Don Abel's the Moose Lodge Valley Restaurant Breeze Inn in Lemon Creek Donna's Restaurant Grumpy's Deli there in the Mendenhall Mall Western Auto uh, Alaska Brewing Company at their taste room um, and Forbidden Peak Brewery, and uh, I uh, and I think Sportsman's Warehouse. Uh, I've got I've got a basket still back over there. So um, uh, these, and I hope I didn't miss anybody. That's the danger when you list these off is that you miss somebody. But the town of Juno has just been so supportive, as has Juno Radio Center and you, Jordan. So shout out to you and Mike and the rest of the crew here. That's really given us the the forum to make people aware of Veterans Day. You know, I just say Juno's a really vet-friendly town. Alaska has the highest capita per capita veterans by far from any of the other states. And, you know, we have a lot of Coast Guard influence, and, you know, I know our senators are working on bringing more uh, service members to our community with the icebreaker and all. And, you know, we do have a friendly community, and uh, I just want to say a shout-out for all those that uh, really uh, make veterans feel good here in, their, in our community. And I would say, as you should, you've done a lot, and that is something that should be acknowledged. And so even just taking that small amount of time to do that, I think, is, is quite important. I know with uh, us doing it here at the station, at least through my capacity, you know, the, to me, I'm like, this is just should be a standard thing I do most of the time. It shouldn't always have to be, you know, because it's the one day, but being able to put in that, that additional, additional bit of effort, I think, is quite important. Yeah, and I would just add that, you know, I, I, I like looking over statistics and other things. Um, 
Native Americans and Native Alaskans have a really high per capita service. You go to any one of our villages and you will find much higher than the 10 and 11 percent Alaska average, but it's even much, much higher. And so I just like to say, you know, thank you to all of our veterans, including the Southeast Native vets who are very active and supportive uh, of veterans' activities in our community. Definitely. On that, we will wrap up the show, but I would like to thank all three of you once again for taking the time to come in and chat with me today. Well, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thanks, Jordan. All right. I do have a bit of music lined up for you, and then Wade should be here to do Prom Corner once we get into the 11 o'clock hour. You've been listening to Action Line on KNY. Action Line. Weekday mornings. Action Line. If it happens in Southeast, you'll hear it on Action Line. KINY.